today's daf is Gitten daf Pei Zayin. We are holding on daf Pei Vav Beis at the Mishnah. We're uh, just a couple of days away from being Messiah Mesachas Gitten Mir Hashem. The Mishnah is going to talk about if you have a case of uh, two people that send a get, but the get the Gitten become confused with each other. You can't. Uh, they, everyone, both husbands and wives, have the same name. So what do we do about making sure that both wives get divorced? And the Mishnah is going to talk about if you have five different Gitten on the same piece of paper, is such a get ever going to be kosher or not going to be kosher? Maybe only the last one is going to be kosher, and that's really going to take up the bulk of the conversation of the Gemara on Amid Aleph. Multiple Gitten on the same piece of paper. When we assume that it's all written in a way that uh, the Edom signed on the bottom are Edom on all of the Gitten, and when do we assume it's it's done in such a way where the Edom signed on the bottom are only Edom on the last of the Gitten? And the mission on the bottom of Amid Aleph is going to uh, talk about if you have two Gitten that are written one next to the other on the same piece of paper, not one above the other, but one next to the other, and you have Edom signed at the bottom, or you have Edom that are that, that are signed at the bottom, that are, some are signed uh, and some Ivani, meaning some are signed in Hebrew, going right to left, and some in Yivani, which apparently goes left to right. So how do we assume, which which of the Gittin do we assume that they're actually signed underneath? And then on Amid Beis, the Gemara is going to also, uh, the, the last mission of the Daf, on Amid Beis is going to discuss when two Gittin are on one page with one set of Edim, so uh, so how do we uh, how do we look at that at uh, at such gitten and also how Edim are supposed to uh, are supposed to sign a get? Uh, meaning, what if you have two gitten one on top of the other and they're Edim somewhere in the middle, or uh, you have it arranged in such a way? And then uh, what, what how Edim are supposed to sign? Should they write their name and their father's name? Do they have to write the word Aid at the end? So that's going to be in the Mishnah on Amid Beis. So let's begin with the Mishnah on Pei Vav Amid Beis. Um, at the bottom of the page, Shnaim Shashalchu Shnei Gitten Shavin. Two people sent two identical Gitten. Ruvain and Ruvain both send a get to their wives, Rachel and Rachel. Everyone has the same names, and the Gitten cannot be discerned which one is which. Vinisarvu, and now they get mixed up with each other, so you can't tell which get is supposed to go to which woman. No sin Shneim Lazu, Ushneim Lazu. Simple solution. Give both Gitten to this woman and both Gitten to that woman. Meaning, this way you could be sure that each woman is receiving the get that was intended for her. The woman has no requirement to keep the get that she's been given. So you give her the get, and then she'll give it back, and uh, she'll and it will be used for the other woman. And uh, that way you'll be certain that everyone's gotten divorced. The Achronim raises suffix if uh, you're allowed to give both of them bebasachas. Can you give Shnei and Mamish at the same time? Or do you have to give a get and then uh, give the other get uh, the, a moment later? So some say that, uh, the, that the, the Mishnah does not mean that you give a Basachas. It means that you give it Bazach over here. Not that you would give both at the same time. There would be several reasons why not to do it at the same time. The Ebenezer, uh, the Beis Yosef rather, and Ebenezer, Sim Kuf Chavtes, Sif Yutes, the, 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 the Beis Yosef writes that uh, you have to worry if you give both at the same time that maybe her das is only on one of them and not on the other one because she believes one of them to be her true get. Uh, just like when you're Makadish B'milva Pruta, the Sugi Masechus Kiddushin says you have to be concerned Daito Amilva, that maybe the person's das is that you're being Makadish B'milva Makadish B'milva Zeynim Kodeshes so uh, you can't be Makadish even though you're giving a Pruta plus so you would think that it's perfectly fine because you're allowed to be Makadish with the Pruta but no, if the person 
person's das is on the item that doesn't work and not on the item that does work, that's a problem. The Rama over there in Dark Moshe and in his uh, in, 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 in Shulchan Aruch, in Sifiotas over there, the Rama writes that uh, you can't give Basachas for a different reason because um, since uh, it, it's gonna, people are going to assume that it's Huvara Dover Lumafreya, that it works me in Breira. And Breira doesn't work by, uh, by Gittin. Breira in general doesn't work by Dinim Da Raisa. That this Tzuvara uh, Dover Lumafreya, that it was the real get. No, we don't want to rely on Breira. We're giving uh, a get, and that is either a zero, that's either a mice or it's not a mice. It either does something or doesn't do something. Then we give another get, and that either does something or doesn't do something. It's not an issue of Breira. It's that we did a separate mice for each and every one. The Bach gives in the name of Marshal another reason not to give to Gittin because we have to be Makbid that when you give a get, it goes Mamish Betochiyada. You can't have a Chatzitza between the get and her hand. So if you're giving two Gittin, the one that's on top is going to have a, is going to, the one that's on bottom is going to be Chatzitza between the one that's on top and her Yad. And then the Beishmol suggests another reason. Torah says Sefer Krisos. So Sefer, Sefer Echad, the Loshne Svarim. When you give it to Gittin, Bebasachas, it's as if you're being Megarisher, Bishne Svarim. So bottom line is, you have to give two Gittin, but Pashtos, many Achronim suggest, is that you don't give them at the same time, you give them Bazaachazah, and then you give both of those Gittin again to the other woman, Bazaachazah. Says the Mishnah, Lefichach Avarechad Mehen, Harei Batal. So if one of these Gittin gets lost, the other get becomes worthless, since we don't know who it's supposed to go to. That's case one of the Mishnah. Now the second case of the Mishnah is, Chamisha Shekasu Klal Get. Ish ploni megarish plonis u ploni plonis ve'edemilamata. If you had one general get for five different people, all in the same on uh, the same parchment, in the same piece of paper, and it was formulated in a way where it uh, where it was uh, what, what we're going to call klal, where everyone's included together, and then Adam signed on the bottom. Kulam kasherin. Then uh, it's kasher for all of them. Vinasin kalachas vachas, and just make sure that there's an asina saget for each and every party that's identified in the get, and that would be perfectly fine. That's what we're going to call klal. Klal is that you do use a lashon that's effective, that includes everybody, and that the get's going to be kasher. Then you have hayakosif. You don't use one general Lashon that's inclusive of everybody. You make five independent Lashonos of Gittin. It just happens to be on the same piece of paper. But you write a Toface for each and every one of them. And then their Edom signed on the bottom. So in such a case, only the last one is Kasher. <coughs> because only the last one can you read the Edim together with the get? So only that last one is going to be kosher, but not all of them are going to be kosher. The Gemara is going to refer to these two cases as klal and tofes. So it's important to just get the language down. The Gemara is going to keep on referring back to it. Klal is where there's a general, uh, they're all included in the same general get, and therefore the Edim are assumed to be signed on all of them. And tofes is where they're independent, and the Edim are therefore only assumed to be signed on the last one. But first we're going to discuss the first part of our Mishnah. Man Who's the author of the first part of our Mishnah that said that when you mix up two, two identical gittin, you can give both of those gittin to each of the women? This must be against Rabbi Lazar, who holds Eidim Asirakarti. That if it were going like Rabbi Lazar, the Eidim Asirah have to know which get is the effective get. So if you're doing a Masirah's a get in front of Eidim and they don't know if that's really the get, that's a problem. Abayam Rafi Lutemir 
Lazar. No, it could even be going like Rab Lazar. Aim at the Bay Rab Lazar, Ksiva Lishma, Nesina Lishma, Mi Bay. Rab Lazar requires that there be a Ksiva Lishma, that because of law, save for Christus, the Torah says. So you need a Ksiva Lishma, you understand, because of law is not Chasima, it's a Ksiva. So yes, you have to write the Get, the Shem, the Isha, but who says that you need a, a Nesina Lishma, that the Edom have to be aware that this is the Get that's actually working? They just have to witness the giving of the Get. So if they, they saw that you gave both Git to this woman, they know that they, that they uh, we know that we had two Edom witnessing the giving of the real get. We just don't know which one was the real get, but that's fine. Chamisha Shakasu Klal. Now we move on to the second part of the Mishnah, which, as we mentioned, takes up the bulk of the discussion. That if five people wrote in one general language where all five were included, so then the Edom signed on the bottom are considered Edom on all five Gitten, and you can give to all five women one after the other, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. What distinguishes the case of Klal from the case of Tofes? What is uh, the type of language that would put them all together? And what's the type of language that would be employed to, to, to distinguish each get from the other? It all depends on the date. If it's only dated once, for all of them, that's considered that they're all together, even though the actual Nusach Haget of each of them may be separate from each other, one date brings them all together. Zman But if there's a separate date for each one of the Gitten that are written on this piece of parchment, then they're considered independent Gitten, and then only the only the last one is going to be kosher. That's says Even if they all share one date, it could still be independent Gitten, where only the last one's going to be kosher. What's the case where we consider it to be one big happy get? The well, where they include in the lashon where they say we such and such uh, this person and this person are divorcing our wives this person and this person meaning they're very they're they're, they're not even writing a separate line for uh, for each divorce they're not even writing a separate paragraph. For each divorce, it's all one big paragraph where they include all of their names together in the same paragraph. That's the only way that the Adam signed on the bottom are assumed to be signed on all of the Gitten. According to Rabbi Yochanan, who says that when you, as long as it's dated altogether, zehu klal, that's considered to be that it's one big get that includes all five. Why aren't we choshesh that when the Edom signed, they were only really intending to sign on the last one? Milo didn't we learn in the Mishnah that if Edom signed on a Sheila Shalom and a get, that it's going to be possible because we have to be Choshesh, that maybe their real intention was only to sign on the Sheila Shalom. <coughs> and their intention was not to sign on the get at all. So shouldn't we be concerned over here as well that if you have, uh, yes, it has one date, but it has five different paragraphs of Gittin, that maybe their intention was only to sign on the last one. Shalu Pasal. 
Vishalu kasher. If the Shela Shalom on the get is written as a new uh, sentence, Shalu, that it has no connection to the previous sentence, then Enochinami, it's going to be possible we assume the Edom are only signed on the Shela Shalom. But if it says Vishalu, then what's the Vav doing there? The Vav is connecting it to the previous paragraph, so it's all really all one big uh, one big statement. Then when the Edom are signed under it, we assume that such a get is kasher. So Achinami, Diksivbe Ploni, Ploni, Ploni. It says a Vav by each one. So even though Enochinami, there's a separate paragraph for each of the couples that are getting divorced but it has one date on the top as long as each paragraph begins with a vav then it's perfectly fine then the Adam signed at the bottom of Yochanan says don't bother me because they're, they're, they're signed on all of the gittin together <coughs> since it's clear from the Lushan with the vav that it's a package deal now there is a machlok as we shown him when we say that Adam that are signed on Sheila Shalom and get apostle, because we're choshish that they're signed only on the Sheila Shalom, what's the din if you give such a get? Meaning, how apostle is it? The Rambam in the fourth paragraph of Gerish and Paskins that if you give such a get, it's a suffix megureshes. So the Magen explains because it's not it's not vaday because we don't know that they they were signed on the sheila shalom. Maybe they were actually signed on the get. We don't know what the edim intended when they signed. The Ran says that if you give such a get in a megureshes because uh, the 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 he agrees that we don't know which ones they intended to sign on, but he holds that's a psul in the get that edus sheinim of If you have edus that you don't know what it is, that that itself is a is a psal on a get, so it's ain't no get at all. It's not even a, uh, a suffix get. Chaznish in Nevenezesim Kuf Mem Zayin says another reason that it's not a get afilum misafek. Even if you say that the Edom did sign on the get, but there's a hefsek of Sheila Shalom between the get and the chasima, so that's like Edom signing Minatzad or Barosha get, where the Mishnah Am Beis is going to say that it's not kosher because there's a hefsek of some unnecessary statements in between the uh, the get and the uh, and the actual chasimos. So maybe that itself will be a psal. So Enochinami, the Gemara says yes. We don't. The, the Gemara's lashon was chayshinan. <coughs> Maybe their intention was to sign a Sheila Shalom, but it could very well be, <coughs> according to several Rishonim, even though it's only that we are Choshesh, that maybe they signed on the Sheila Shalom, that the get is still going to be Pasul Bevadai, and not only Pasul Misafik, like the Rambam says. Says Gemara further, According to Rabbi Yochan, in order to create Tofes, you need to have a separate date for each one, meaning according to Yochan, in order to make it a problem of five separate gittin where the Edom are only assumed to be on the last one, you need to have a Zman, each one needs to be dated differently, that's what makes them independent gittin, that's when we assume that the Edom are only signed on the last one and that the other ones are puzzle. well shouldn't it be puzzle anyway? Forget about the fact that they're independent gittin, if they each have their own date and it happened on different dates, then the Edom are signing clearly on a date that's later than the date that was identified in the get. So that's a case of Necht of Biyom v'Nechtam Balayla. Rashi points out, Davukulu bar mi basra Everyone except for the last, the last get written on the paper must have been signed on a different date than it was written. Because the Edom obviously only signed after the last get was written. So, and then Rashi just points out parenthetically 
Nechtam belayla lav dafka. The issue that the Gemara says that it's a case of nechtam biyom v'nechtam belayla is lav dafka. It has nothing to do with night per se. Elimishum lishon demasis nakol they non parakshen nechtam biyom nechtam belayla apostle. It's just that the point is that it's uh, that, that that it was signed at a later date. It's just that we the Gemara uses the lashon of the Mishnah, where a Mishnah uses such a lashon of nechtam biyom nechtam But really, it's got absolutely nothing to do with Laila per se. But the point is, shouldn't according to Rabbi Yochanan, shouldn't it be possible anyway? Forgetting the fact that they're independent kitten, that for the first four kitten on the piece of paper, the signature was on the wrong date. So I'm leimar kshish no, they, they all have the same date. Who says they have different dates? It's just that they are dated. Each one is dated independently. So the first one says uh, Sunday, the uh, X number of days in Chodesh Adar, and the second one says so good. So that each one has the, and, the, and the, they all have the same date, but they, it's it's well, it was written more than once. That's the point. That's what makes them independent kitten, according to Rabbi Yochanan. Amuli Ravina Ravashi, so Ravina says Ravashi, okay, now that we finished asking on Rabbi Yochanan, let's start attacking Reish Lakish. The Reish Lakish, according to Reish Lakish, where even if they share a single date on the get, it could still be that they're separate, independent gitten. What would be the case where they're uh, one big get? Even sharing a date doesn't do it. So what's the case where it's one big get that's going to be kosher? The Kasev Bey, Hachi, Anu, Ploni, Ploni, Right, we saw this. This was Rishlakshashita. The only way to make it one big get where the Adam signed at the bottom are really signed on all of the gitten in that piece of paper is if you say it's really one paragraph. But wait a second. Doesn't that then turn out that two women are being divorced with the same get? It's all with the same nusach that they're being divorced. But the Torah says you have to you have to do it for her and not lo lechaverta. So apparently there's a problem if two women are getting divorced with the same get. You then included in a nusach below that so you then did have a lashon that, that separates them and makes them independent. So, uh, so but that, that initial lashon where it says ploni, 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 so that's enough to make it that the edim signed at the bottom are considered to be signed on all of the gitten, but you also need an element of it where they're identified independently. So you need another paragraph where they're identified independently. Why is it any different? Again, Isha is compared to a Shikhar Avadim. So, why is it any different when a person writes all of his Nechasim to his two Avadim? So, they're both, uh, they both acquire all of the Nechasim and therefore they have the ability to be Meshachar each other. Why don't we say it's a violation of love, love, that you're Meshachar both of them at the, uh, at the same time? And it's just like a case where uh, if you were to write in a get, without including a separate Lashon that, that, that has them independent from each other. So it says, No, you misunderstand that price. That price that talks about is talking about where you wrote two separate Shtaros, one to the 
this Evid that says I'm giving you all my nechassim, and one to that Evid that says I'm giving you all my nechassim, and you just happen to give it b'basachas. So if you didn't give it b'basachas, whichever Evid got it first would be the one that actually gets called nechassav, and then it's no longer yours to give, but you gave b'basachas. So that's the case that we were talking about in the Baisa. Not at all related to our case where it's all on the same piece of paper, and you're giving it, uh, you, you want that same piece of paper to work for both people. The Akron can pick up, the post can pick up a little bit on this um, this idea of la, he says, from our sugi, you see, from this idea of love, that if you're supposed to do something for somebody, you're not supposed to double dip. You shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't do it for two people and say, I did it for that person. Well, what's, what case is he talking about? Someone asks you to say Kaddish for them. So you shouldn't say one Kaddish for multiple people. It used to be a common thing, still is somewhat of a common thing, where someone who uh, loses a karov and feels that they're not going to be able to say Kaddish, so they hire someone to say Kaddish for them. So can that person hire himself out to say Kaddish for 10 different people? And he'll take money from 10 different people and uh, he'll get paid for it. And he's saying Kaddish anyway, let the Kaddish count for everyone. A lot of times you get asked about people learning Mishnayis for different Shloshims. Can I learn uh, the same Masechta and just learn it once? For the, uh, for the different Shloshim. So the Dov Meshavim wants to suggest that it doesn't work because you have to love a Lola When you're doing it for somebody, it's got to be done for uh, for somebody. And uh, the Tshuva's Karen Ladavid, he says uh, the same thing, that uh, that you have to do it separately for each and every one. So Rav Moshe has a long Tshuva about this. Rav Moshe in Yardeya Chalikal of Simresh Nandalid was asked by a Shamash in a shul. It used to be common that a shul would have a Shamash. And that was a person's job to, to serve as a Shamash in a shul. And that was one of the things that the Shamash in the shul would do. He would say Kaddish for all the people that didn't uh, that didn't make it to Minyan. So he wanted to know if he could say it for many people. So Rav Moshe says... What you need to make sure is that you have at least one Kaddish a day for each person that you're saying for. And then it's okay. And he says, what's my raya that you only need one Kaddish a day? Because the halachas of Kaddish, if you look carefully in Shulchan Aruch, not even that carefully, you look in Shulchan Aruch, there are dine kedima in Kaddish. Who gets to say the Kaddish? Who doesn't get to say, does the Shloshim take it in the yard side? And this, what we do with taking the Amur, the Dine Kedima, those Dinam are all really Dinam of Kaddish. Because it used to be that only one person would say Kaddish. You didn't have multiple people saying Kaddish. So uh, clearly, on average, most people who were saying Kaddish didn't get to say more than one Kaddish a day, Rav Moshe says. And that was enough. That's what you did. You only said one Kaddish a day. So as long as you're saying what was considered to be the normal and the average for what you would do, uh, which is to say one Kaddish a day for each person that you're saying for, that would be good enough. That's what Rav Moshe says. However, Rav Moshe says, that only works if the guy is aware of uh, that that's the deal. Meaning if the person thinks he's paying you to say X number of Kaddishim, and then you're really only saying one Kaddish a day, even though the guy's wrong and you only really need one Kaddish a day, it's not really necessary to have X number of Kaddishim. But if he's, uh, if he's insisting that it be X number of Kaddishim, you can't say, well, uh, you're wrong, you shouldn't insist on that. He's paying you to do whatever it is that he's, that he's, uh, that he's insisting on. Ramosh says, Bistama, if they didn't speak about how many Kaddishim there are going to be said, so Mistama, 
then you could be yotze with the one kaddish. That's the ikra did. But uh, but he says better to be uh, to be safe, and you know you don't want to be have a chashash gezel that uh, that the guy's assuming one thing and that you're doing something else. So you should tell him that you're only saying one kaddish and uh, that he doesn't need any more than that. And uh, he says unless everyone knows, if everyone knows that that's the deal, that's the way it works. That he's only paying for one kaddish a day, then you don't have to say it. But it's always better to spell things out. But that's an interesting ha'ara there of Moshe has that on average people would only say one kaddish a day. So he says you. Could, uh, you could always try to create. Actually, he says. He says if you could, if you're the shamish of the shul, the shul is multiple minyanim, so you're there all day. You can go to the different minyanim and you could say multiple, you know, kaddish and each multiple kaddish and each minyan, and you can keep on piling on as many uh, as as many clients, so to speak, as as you want in those uh, those kaddish. Okay, says Gemara. Now, now that we have this machlokes of Yochanan Shlakish, what it takes to include multiple people in the same uh, the same get. So we have a price that supports each opinion. Tiny kavasid Rabbi Yochanan. And Tanya Kavasid Reish Lakish. Tanya Kavasid Rabbi Yochanan. The price supports Rabbi Yochanan. Chamisha Shakasu Betocha Get. Ish Ploni Megarish Plonis. U Ploni Plonis. U Ploni Plonis. Vizman Echad Bekulan Veidimilamata. If there are five different statements of the get of divorce, but they're all one date, and there are Edim signed at the bottom, Kulan Ksherim. They're all kasher, and you give the get to each and every person who's identified, to each and every couple, each and every woman who's identified in that get, because the zman joins them all together as one big get, and therefore the edim are considered to be signed on all of the gitten. Zman but if each one is dated separately, the edim in the mat and the edim are signed on the bottom. As mo kasher, then only the the one that the edim could be read together with is kasher, which means only the last one is kasher. That if there's space in between them, then it's going to be possible. Then we assume that they're only signed on the last one, but otherwise it's going to be kasher because just different dates do not are not mafsik. That's the sheet of Rabbi Dimeseira. Rabbi Yochanan is aligned with the Tanakama. No one went as far as Rabbi Dimeseira that even separate zmanim that you could they could uh, that you could still join them as one big get. Then we have a brisa that says like Reish Lakish Chamisha if you have where they're all in one paragraph and then you identify them separately like we said Reish Lakush would still require and you have one Zman on, uh, on, the, on, the, on the get and the Edim are signed the Mata that's when it's considered to be all joined together, that the Edom are signed on all of the Gittin, and it, you can give it independently. You can give it to each and every one of them, and it's going to work for each and every one of them. If there's a separate date and a separate space for each of the couples that are getting divorced, and Edom are signed on the bottom, then then that which the Edom are, are, are read with, meaning only the bottom one, is kosher. Even if there's no space between them, it's going to be possible because the zman itself, the date itself, is mafsik between one and the other. When Rishlakish gives a case where only the last one is kosher, why does he have to say that each one is dated separately? According to Rishlakish, even if it's dated together, but each one gets their own paragraph, it's gonna, the, they're all possible except for the last one. So why does he have to say in the 
this brisa that they're dated separately. Says meaning the the brisa that supports Reish Lakish says that they're dated separately. That's not really support for Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish holds even if they're not dated separately. Says that's all when it says that you need his man it's if you say like it said in the Reisha and then you say that since they were mixed together at first if you don't divide them up with his man then it's not going to be then it's not going to be considered a hefsik but if you didn't mix them all together at first then it will be a hefsik even without without this man Okay, says the uh, Mishnah now. Shnei gitten, new Mishnah. Shnei gitten shekas from zeh If you have two gitten that were written side by side with each other, u'shnei meidim ivrim ba'im mitachazeh letachazeh, and there are two people signed right to left in Hebrew, and it goes their 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 own names appear under the get on the right side, and their father's names because they write Yaakov ben uh, Shimon, so their their own names appear on the right side, and the father's names appear on the left side. U'shnei meidim yivanim ba'im and then you have two Yavani Eden that go in the opposite direction. So we assume that if the Hebrew Edom are first, the get on the right is kasher, because that's how it would naturally read with the get on the right. If the Yavani Edom are, are first, they go left to right, so then the uh, the left get would be kasher, because that's the way it would naturally read together with that one. If they alternate every aid and Yavani aid, and it goes that the second day, the Eid Yivani is not even on the same line. He uh, he's on lines two and three. Where uh, so then then they're both going to be possible. So says the Gemara. The Liskasher High Beruven the High Beben Yaakovid. Wait a second. Why don't we say? Let's say that you have two two getting zebetzad zeh side by side with each other, and the shnei edim ivrim are signed underneath it. Why do we assume only the get on the right side is, is kasher? Shouldn't we say they're both kasher? Because it says Ruvain ben Yaakovid. Ruvain it says on the right side. Ben Yaakovid it says on the left side. Either one of those is a valid signature independently. To say Ruvain is a valid signature and to say Ben Yaakovid is a valid signature. So it should be considered a separate signature for each of the Gittin. Because we're going to say on the Mishnah Amid Beis, Ben Ish Ploni Aid Kasher. If you just say Ben Ish Ploni Aid, you just say, you don't even say your own name. You just say the son of your father as an aid, that's Kasher. So it says Gemara, you didn't write Ruvain on, on the right side and Ben Yaakov on Aid on the other side. Because of Ruvain Ben Akama. You wrote Ruvain plus the word Ben on the right side, the Yaakov Aid Abasra. And Yaakov of an aid on the on the, the on the left side, so that's why the left side is no good. So frankly, marvelous kasher high Ruven ben, marvelous kasher high Yaakov aid. It should still be kasher. One side with Ruven ben, and the other side with Yaakov aid. That's not ish ploni aid kasher. You don't need to say your father's name. If you just say Yaakov aid, that's kasher. So we should say that the, the, the second gets kasher as well. Says marvelous Maybe he didn't say aid. He just wrote Ruven ben Yaakov, and that's also kasher. You don't have to write aid as a, as a, as a, in, in a get. Or maybe he did write eight. But we know that Yaakov wasn't the one who signed it. So you want to say what? That on the get on the left side should be kosher because it says Yaakov aid. So that's a valid signature for Yaakov? Yeah, that's a valid signature for Yaakov if Yaakov is in fact the one that signed it. But Yaakov is not the one that signed it in this, uh, in this case. Post can discuss over here 
that uh, you see clearly that that's how they signed Ruvain ben Yaakov that there is no uh, shame Tower. the Ramah writes in Ebenezer some Kuf Yutas in a get you don't write Rav or Chacham even if the person is uh, is a rabbi you don't write any titles in the get and the Sefer Nachla Shiva says we should be Makbid and Aksuba for everything that we're Medactic for in a get so yet in Aksuba you do find sometimes that people write all sorts of uh, titles in Aksuba so probably it's not not, not appropriate I remember Rav Shachta told us that he, he saw um, what was it uh, his father's ksuba his parents ksuba and Moshe Salavechik was uh, one of the Adams so it said Moshe ben Chaim Halevi eight that was it there was no you know, his father's of Chaim Salavechik you would think you're right Moshe ben Hagon Achasida you ever see the way that the Briska Rav quotes uh, quotes Rav Chaim in the Sefer he quotes Don Yavi Mori Rabbi Hagon you know whatever the whole thing why doesn't uh, why, why didn't he do that because when you're writing in Aksuba or not that's just not the style in Aksuba you just write the uh, Rav commented that nowadays you need it used to be that they would sign side by side. Nowadays, you need two separate lines because you need all the space for all the titles that people need to give themselves. And, uh, and but he, that's not that's not the way to sign. You just sign by the name. I. But isn't it a zilzal of the father? You're just going to quote the father by name. So that's not a violation of kibbutzim to just quote the father because you're identifying yourself. You're not identifying. I mean, even though you're identifying yourself by your father, to call your father by his name and only by your name without a title, that's against shulchan aruch. Right? You're not allowed to do that. So that's a violation of kibbutzim. But that's not what you're doing over here. You're identifying yourself, so it's not considered a violation in any way of Kibra Ve'im. So, uh, okay, so says Gemara further, but still, Vidilma maybe he's signing using his father's name, because apparently you're allowed to do that. Um, so says you wouldn't leave aside your own name and then sign with your father's name. That's not a normal thing for a person to do. Most people would only sign with their own name. So we don't have to be choshesh that that's uh, what was happening over here. Okay. Um, the Vidilma uh, Simana Shavya, maybe he was just uh, making the father's name like a simon. I mean, you're right. A person doesn't normally uh, sign with their father's name instead of their own name, but we do find that people identify themselves with. Uh, uh, with something that was not a name at all, with just a simon, a picture, or something like that. So maybe you're using your father's name as a simon. Da Rav Tsayer Kavra. Rav would draw a fish as, uh, as, as, as his signature on a get. Rabbi Chanina Charusa. Rabbi Chanina would draw a palm branch. Rav Chista Samach. Rav Hoshia Ayin. Rav Chista would make a Samach. Rav Hoshia Ayin. Rav Baravuna Tsayer Makusa. He would make the mast of a sailboat. And that was their signature. So it could be anything. Any symbol that you make that identifies you in some way is a valid signature you wouldn't have that that's chutzpah to use your father's name as your simon that's considered to be to be a chutzpah why, why do all these uh, simanim why, why do they choose these simanim Rashbam in the explains that um that uh, anyone who tries to explain why they chose these simanim Zainuel Toa. He says it could be they chose these simanim Al Shema Sayam that 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 they that each one Rav would would always eat fish, Lakavit Shabbos, Rabbi Khanina would always eat dates, so he wanted a, a branch of a date palm. Rav Khizmavoshia signed just one letter of their names. Yaakov Emden says the Rav used fish because the Ainayin Hara Shalatas bow. The Gemara says about a fish that uh, that Ma Dagam Shabiyam, that's Vyidgularov the Karafaretz, that the Zara the Yosef, Yosef, the children of Yosef are blessed as Vyidgularov the Karafaretz because Ma Dagam Shabiyam, Ainayin Hara Shalatas bow, just like the Ain Hara doesn't affect Dagam Shabiyam, so too Zara the Yosef. 
the uh, Ayin Hara doesn't affect the, the Zara of Yosef. So maybe that's what it means. And the, the Dekel is, uh, is Tzadik Katamar Yifrach, is a symbol of Tzadik Katamar Yifrach. So okay, whatever the reasons are, they each chose uh, these, these, uh, these, reason, these uh, symbols of their, uh, of their signature. The, the, the other question, just to, to mention parenthetically, is that there is a violation of Sasun Iti, that one is not allowed to draw the Mazalas. So the Taz in Yardeus and Kuf Mamal raises the question that Dagim is one of the Mazalas. So how could it be that Rav drew fish? He drew a tzir of a Dag, that's a violation of drawing the Mazalas. So he says, um, if it's, uh, it's, it's Tzir doesn't have any Mamashos, it's Mutter, meaning if it's not, it's not a model of a fish, he drew a fish on a piece of paper, that's that's uh, that's mutter. Um, even if it's uh, even if it's shakua, even if it's sunken in, if it's not bullet, it's not a, it's not a problem. Um, and uh, the Nikudas says, no, he didn't really draw uh, like a good fish. He uh, he made a symbol that was uh, a rough image of a fish, and therefore it's not it's not considered to be drawing one of the mazalos. Okay, says more further. Which say that one is kosher with the two. If the the get on the right side is kosher with the two and the get on the left side is kosher with the two Yavani Edim. Why don't we uh, assume, assume that? So, so the Tanan, get your kosher with the two Yavani Edim, Yavani Edim, is uh, kosher. Even if the language of the get was Belash and Ivri, but a get that's written Belash and Ivri that has Edim Yavani is a kosher get. So why don't we assume that uh, both get are kosher? V'chitei m'kivin d'mufleg v'shnei shitin lo'u v'armachizkiya m'leu b'krovim kosher. And if you can say, well, no, there's two lines separating the bottom Edim from the get that they're signed on, and that's going to ruin it. Well, no, we learned that you could fill in of names of Adam signed on the names of relatives signed on the get until you have the real Adam signed at the end, and that's fine. We don't assume that the hefsik of space in between is going to be a problem. So the Ziri, in fact, learned that they're both kosher in this case. Why doesn't our Tana think they're both kosher? That we're afraid that. Uh, uh, that, that the Yavanim signed Shalokim and Hagen, that Kim and Hagam, that they signed backwards, meaning that they signed right to left also, and therefore all of the Edom are really signed on the get on the right side, and none of them are really signed on the left side. Rash says Gundalus is a lesson that we use when something is done unusual, Shalokim and So maybe we're afraid that, that our town is afraid that's what the Yavani Edom did. We said if it's alternating, Ivri and Yavani and Yavani Eid. Uh, that was at the, at, the, at the end of the Mishnah. So we said, uh, then they're both going to be possible. So says the Gemara. Why isn't each get kosher with one kosher on a single get? If you have it does work. So yeah, says that they will both be kosher. And our time is concerned that no, maybe they signed, one of the Yavani Adam signed in an unusual way and really three of the Edom were meant for one get, and only one of the Edom was meant for the other get, and that's why we're going to assume that they're both possible. Next Mishnah, Shear mixes a get for Kasu Badaf Hasheni. Let's say you have most of the get written on the right hand column, and then you finish up the get on the top of the left hand column. The Edom in the and the Edom are signed on the bottom of, of all of it. So Kasher, that's going to be Kasher. 
Chosmu Edim Barosh Hadaf Minat Sad. Ome Achrov Beget Pashut Pasel. If Edim sign either on the top of the get, on the reverse side of the get, or on the sides of the get, in the margins of the get, in a regular get Pashut that's not folded in uh, sign, a regular straight get, that's going to be Pasel. They need to be signed on the bottom of the get. Hikif Rosh Hashazeh, Bitsad Rosh Hashazeh. Let's say you start writing a get halfway down the paper. You start the get and write it down, then you turn the paper over and you write another get starting from halfway and down to the end of the paper. And the Edom are signed in between the two Gittin, right in the middle of the paper. Then both of those Gittin are puzzle. What if you write a get from the top of the paper down to the middle? Then, uh, then from the middle to the end, you write another get. And the Edom are signed in the middle. Well, well that, which, uh, that which the... I'm sorry. is the other way. That you write from the top of the get down to the middle of the paper, and then you turn the paper over and write from the other end of the paper down to the middle of the paper. And the Edom is signed in the, uh, in the middle, so only the one that the Edom could be read with is kosher. The one that's right side up, when you read the Edom straight, that's going to be kosher. Rosh Hashanah, if then you have that, that case, where you sign, where one, one get is from the top to the middle, the other get is from the middle to the bottom. The Edom and the Edom are in the middle. Nikrin Nikrun Besofo Kosher. The one that the top get is going to be Kosher, the bottom one's going to be Possel. Get Shakasu Ivris Veda Vivanus, Yavanus Veda Vivris, Eidach Rivri Vedach Yavani, Kosher. In all those cases, it's going to be Kosher, even though it's a mix and match of languages. Ksav Sofer Veid Kosher. If the Sofer writes it and then there's one aid, it's Kosher. Ish ploni aid kosher. If the person signs his name without his father's name and just says aid, it's kosher. Ben ish ploni aid is also kosher. Ish ploni ben ish ploni. Velokas of aid. If he says his name and his father's name and he doesn't have the, the word aid at the end, kosher. And that's what the Nikiah Dasubi would do. They wouldn't write the word aid at the end. They would just write their name and their father's name. If he writes a nickname, a shame levoy, a shame shpacha, for him or for her, that's also going to be kasher. So Bezashem will discuss all those halachas from the Mishnah tomorrow. Oh, yeah.